You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. This is the Grit and Barrett Podcast, a podcast devoted to the 11-time Carter Cup champion, the Hershey Bears. We talk Hershey Bears, the American Hockey League, and all the hockey news that matters to me. This is high energy, unfiltered, and at times unfocused hockey talk from a hack. And now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Grit and Barrett podcast, Friday face-off edition. It's been a while since we've done one of these. Hasn't been, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Richard Blosser, welcoming you to the... Wait a minute. Did you hear the new opening on the way in? Do you see the new wallpaper that's up? Yep, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. We have returned to the Hockey Podcast Network. And yes, I have left Belly Up Sports, no longer a part of the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network, now back on the Hockey Podcast Network, a mutual decision that that was um, between myself and Belly Up Sports. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to trash them on here. Who would? Who would do that? Thank them for the opportunities and a chance for, for some personal growth, being able to use live stream, but... Um, just some things didn't work out the way we thought, and just a better decision for myself to head back to the Hockey Podcast Network. So thank you to Mike and Blaine over at the Hockey Podcast Network at the at Belly Up Sports for everything they did as well. But you're not here for that. It is the Friday face-off. We have a weekend of hockey ahead of us, and I just want to say, everyone, this is going to be a great month of hockey, a busy month of hockey, but a great month of hockey, personally one of my favorites. The month of December is great because you know what this month is. It's Christmas! Christmas, 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 it's Christmas. Well, besides that, well, besides that, you have a lot of hockey this month because you're going to have a lot of home games regardless of where you live because everybody wants to get that sweet hockey tourist money this time of year. Christmas jerseys, ugly Christmas hockey jersey sweater things. Um, holiday tournaments. If you're in junior hockey, I can hear hockey parents nodding their heads right now. But also at the end of the month, what's at the end of the month? Nope, not Christmas, not New Year's, World Junior Championships. Woohoo! No COVID. Well, not no COVID, but no interruptions this year. Hopefully, the World Junior Championships are gonna sorry I hit the microphone are gonna be back this month and I am here for it it is sampling of international hockey at its great and I will be here for it but we will deal with that when it comes plus at the end of the month the winter classic is back Buffalo no not Buffalo Boston versus Pittsburgh at Fenway Park on New Year's Day Mm, 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 mm. so much goodness to get into a great time of year, everyone. But I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm getting ahead of everything here. I know I'm talking a lot NHL, but it. Um. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's uh let's 
All right, let's calm down for a second. Let's just calm down and get to the business at hand that the Bears this week um, had some midweek hockey this week. I know it's it's uh, it's weird. Um, this is another reason why I wanted to do the Friday faceoffs because the Bears are going to be playing a, more of an NHL-type schedule. We're going to have these rando Tuesday and Wednesday and games sprinkled throughout the season. I'm not the biggest fan of this, but hey, I don't make the scheduling. So Tuesday night, we go back to Tuesday, November 29th, and the Bears took on those no-good, dirty, filthy Rotten Wilkesbury Scranton Penguins and um Wilkesbury um sort of slid since their hot start but Hunter Shepard leads the boys out Hunter all right Hunter back at it get grab your palisman and get out there Hunter and he's going to take on Dustin Tokarski okay October goaltender of the month AHL goaltender of the month Dustin Tokarski a man who adjusts his padding 20 times a game and I'm not making this up he does this so I'm at work and I'm gonna be watching this thing gonna be ready you know as I'm doing work I have it on um as I'm driving moving trailers safely mind you safely the game it's, it's off on another part of the dashboard I'm not touching it I'm listening and I'm moving I'm being safe don't worry and I'm like, okay, let me just get into work. What do you mean I can't watch AHL TV? You only set up for away. I thought it was home and away like last year. Oh, well. All right, I have the Bears app. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. And I go back to open up some trailer doors. Check some trailer doors. All right, Tandem's fine. Get in, and it's one nothing, Wilkes-Barre. What? What, what the heck happened? Checks uh, Twitter. Dan Caligula. Dan Caligula snuck a f- Hunter, past Hunter on the first freaking shot of the game. 109 in. Yeah, that's a sin. And it's one nothing Wilkes-Barre on a truly Tuesday night. Yeah, you know that hard seltzer stuff? Truly hard seltzer? Yeah. Yeah, they're sponsoring a game. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, I don't drink hard seltzer anymore. I'm not on vacation. I'm not. So, okay, okay. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. But Wilkes-Barre still pressing a little bit. And I've noticed that this is, this can be a fast opportunistic team. That while they might not have blow you away speed and depth, but they do have guys like Pustin and Nylander, um, Ty Smith. And they have guys on there who can do damage, who can do stuff. But they're... Sometimes they can be outmatched, and they have to rely heavily on their goaltending. So, you know, don't take this team lightly. They're not, you know, ten and three by accident. They're not, as much as I hate as I, uh, I hate to admit it. But um, okay, we'll be fine. We'll be fine as Wilkes-Barre presses in a little bit more. Back out to the point. Long, long shot by Wilkes-Barre. Deflected, pushed in, and it's in. Oh my goodness. Valtteri Pustinen. Valtteri Pustinen. Uh, tip of the iceberg, if you're listening, pay attention to this guy. Gets it in. 2 nothing. Wilkes-Barre on four shots. That's not good. Hunter not having the best night, but um, like I said, 
looks very opportunistic. They sort of remind you of a former Hershey Bears team we used to have. Not high shot totals, buries their shots when they get to them, likes to have puck possession. Oh my god, it's an evil Troy Man team. Anyway, so we move on later on in, in the period, and the Bears are starting to get their leggings. They're starting to get their, their shots their, their shots on them, and the Bears are pressing the puck themselves. Get out to the point. Oreo, over to Massey. Long shot deflected. They score! Finally! Tokarski gets beaten on the 10th shot of the period. Mason Morelli, his fourth, his fourth of the season, gets it in. Jake Messi, his first shot of the season. A first goal of the season, first point of the season, my bad. Vincent Iorio with his fifth assist of the season. 2-1 Hershey at the begin near the end of the period. Good job, boys. Who managed to outshoot Wilkes-Barre 17-9 by the end of the first. Tokarski's been busy. But, um, you know, I knock Tokarski. He's doing well. He's playing well. And the Bears are just loading up the guns and going, that's right, that's it. Machine gun. One of these have got to go in eventually. Just oh, just going after to- and getting some good chances too. What I've noticed with, with the Bears team, and we're going to kind of cover this on Monday, what this team is turning into, they can be very transition. They can um, they can play defensive, but, they, but they're finally getting the legs to be run and gun when they have to. And oh boy, oh boy, what this has been fun. But we head into the second, and the boys just continue to pepper Excuse me. Just continue to pepper Wilkesbury so much, outshooting them. At the beginning of the period, eight to one, eight to one, and Wilkesbury still leading again. Evil Troy Man team. That's what this is. And the Bears, bless them. They're trying. They're honestly trying. Bet Oreo over to Lapierre works the puck down low into the corners. Throws it out to point on the Massey. Rister on the way. It's in. Massey scores. Jake Massey, just a little floater. It looks like it went off of Xavier Olette and passed Tokarski. Didn't even see it. We're tied. We're tied, baby. They worked it back. Jake Messi, his first. Hendricks LaPierre, his ninth assist of the season. Vincent Oreo, his sixth assist of the season. And we are tied at two points apiece. What air shall we do? Oh, Great job. Love it when the defensemen get in on this. And especially the defensemen, you don't think who are going to get one. Great job out of Jake Messi. Hidden gem for Unsung Hero? I don't know. Maybe. I did knock the guy when they signed him. and I have, But anyway. Alright, so into the third. So near the end of the second, Bear still out shooting Wilkes-Barre. 30. 30 shots after two to 14. All those, the Bears need to shoot the puck more, people, should sit down and shut up from seeing this this squad. And at the end of the period, Cale Kessie, I, I, I don't know what happened, but he just grabs Drew O'Connor, who must have said something to Hunter, must have said something, must have insulted his mother's cooking or something, and just goes, why you little dirt, and just starts grabbing him and throttling him and hitting him. Cassie, what are you doing? What are you doing? What? 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 
I understand Okano might get under your skin, but dude's not a fighter. Dude, what are you doing? And we see it. The T. And uh, Kale, he's... Go. Go. And at the end of the period... I should say at the beginning of the period... Drew O'Connor gets two for roughing, but Kale gets a five-minute... Five minutes for fighting, two for instigating, ten for instigating... But the five-minute is a five-minute misconduct. No release penalty. Oh, no. My gosh. No. And, all right, the Bears have handled have handled stuff before. You know, five-minute power play. This was a Wilkes-Barre team who got uh, three power plays in a row back at, at the... Back at, um... <clears throat> back at Mohegan Sun when we were up there. Couldn't bury it. We could handle this. We could. We're 88% penalty kill. One of the best in the league. But Xavier Olette says, I don't care about your statistics. Throws it over to Renke. Laguerre wide open in front. They score. And Wilkes-Barre cares not for your best penalty kill in the entire league. Power play goal. And Wilkes-Barre leads it 3-2. to two. And Kale Kessie, we need to talk. We need to talk. Look, I, 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 I don't care, Kale. I don't care. You, you don't pull that. You don't pull that. And if I was Todd Nelson, and for for the next game against Lehigh, he goes to get on the bus. I go, nah, no, no, get in the car. You're done. You're done. You, no, you can stay behind. You can stay behind and uh, help clean skates. No, no, no. You're not going to Lehigh. Go. Go. Go to your room and think about what you've done. Now, and I'm turning off the Wi-Fi too. I'm turning off the Wi-Fi. Don't think you can just sit in your room and play on your phone. I'm turning off the Wi-Fi and your data. (sighs) Gotta punish the kids somehow. 3-2 Wilkes-Barre in the third and all right. This is how our losing streak's going to end. This is how our losing streak's going to end. I'm okay with this. I'll be fine. We'll be fine in this. And uh, But the Bears just still keep pressing on Tilkarski. They're fighting back on it. And Bobby Nardella passes it over to Mike Vecchione. Rister on the way. Scores! 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 Mike Vecchione! We're tied again! They did it! Mike Vecchione! Yes! I'm yelling in the jockey wagon. Yes! Yes! They did it! Mike Vecchione scores and ties it. He has, he loves burning the pens. Mike Vecchione hits six of the season. Assist to Bobby Nardella and Ethan Frank. And we are tied at three midway through the third. Yes, world. Oh my goodness. Nice job on Vecchione. Just beating Tilkarski at the right time. And we're going to overtime. We are going to overtime for this game and nothing happens in overtime unfortunately these two teams know each other so they're not going to give up that goal so we go to the shootout second time in a row and uh uh Wilkes-Barre goes first who do they send over Alex Nylander oh god not this little bastard skates in goes wide skates over to Kali shoots turned away all right who's up next Connor McMichael Das Wunderkin skates in. Deeks, Deeks, backhands. Nope. 
Tilkarski saves it. Must be all that pad adjusting. Who's next? Sam Pouillon. Skates in. Nothing. Good. Up next, Sam Ennis. All right. I saw this lineup in Hartford. Sam Ennis gets up, skates a little wide, comes in on the circles, goes to shoot, trips himself up a little bit, falls down, shoots. He scores! Oh, my goodness! Sam Ennis falling down, scores on Tokarski and slides into him. And you know what? Good on Tokarski. You know, yeah, he got scored on. Sam Ennis kind of goes into, falls into him. Doesn't really hurt him. Just, he's like, you okay, bro? Yeah, I'm fine. Good. Dunk, dunk. Helps him up. Gets him off the ice. All right. Okay. All right. Zach Fukali, stop this guy so we can all go home. Drake Caligula skates in, shoots, hits the post. It's over. It's over. The Bears win. The only time they've led all game. Bears win it. Four to three the final over Wilkes-Barre. Four game winning streak for the Bears. Keeps it going. Oh my goodness, what a game. Oh my goodness, what a game. Three stars, Drake Caligula with a goal and an assist. Jake Massey with a goal and an assist. And Sam Ennis with a shootout winner. Game winner gets the first star. Good job on the boys. Really good work out of them. Because just, you know, they could have easily just just 3-2. Power play goal off of a stupid penalty. And yeah, and that could have led to it. But it didn't. They fought back. And this team's really showing you something. Up to second in the Atlantic, staring down the Providence Bruins. And it's Wednesday night, and we're going on the road. We're traveling down 78. What's that smell? What's that smell of bitterness, regret, and industry waste? Allentown. That's right. My old nemesis. On 7th and Hamilton, the Electrodrome, the PPL Center, a place where the Bears since 20, since 1617 are 7 and 20. We play in, okay, a place where we haven't won in regulation in two years. Lehigh Valley on a Wednesday night, first time traveling to the Electrodrome and skating out. But the boys, Zach Fukali, leads leads them out of the tunnel. And um, I know I said Zach in the, in the other words. I'm sorry. I get caught up in these things and I miss stuff. Zach Fukali leads him out of the tunnel. And at the other end, um, Urson. Urson Rugg leads the Lehigh Valley Phantoms out. And of course, you think the Phantoms are wearing white at home? Nope. It's black. They're wearing their black jerseys with the orange stripes and the orange lettering. I've said this before about Lehigh, and I will say it again. Just wear flyers, replicas. That's where you're going. That's where you're going. Just wear flyer replicas and be done with it. The Bears don't change the lineup all that much, except Zach Ficali is in net. The Bears are dealing with some injuries with Gabriel Collison, Lucas Johansson, Still injured, but they could be coming back into the lineup soon. Garrett Pilon is a bit ways off, but could be coming back into the lineup on Sunday. And again, the Bears come out flying at the Electrodrome, and I'm watching on on my phone. And, oh man, tough times at the Electrodrome. I mean, sure, if you see it on um, HLTV. And the game was on the NHL Network last night. Um yeah, sure. Hard camera side, 
good amount of people. When I say hard camera, if you're watching on TV and you stare straight ahead, that's what it is. And the PPL Center is built for television. It is. It really is. But if you went out to the wings and from what Zach said in the 200s, it was pretty much sit wherever you want. You know, yeah, Wednesday night games are a tough draw. But in that city, I remember what it was before the pandemic, kids. I was there. So, tough times there at the Electrodrome. But the Bears keep, Bears really pound the uh, the Phantoms. Like, they're really coming after them. Same way that we've done against Wilkes-Barre. Transitional, breaking up the zone. But Lehigh, they're 6-3-1 and one in their last 10. They've been feeling their oats. This was a team that smacked around Rochester 6-1. to one. So, yeah, maybe they're getting better. You know, maybe this is a team that's just a slow starter. A late bloomer. Bears outshoot Lehigh 6-2 to two in the first 10 minutes. And the Bears really going after er- after Urson and Samuel Urson. Who's that backing him up? Pat Nagel? He's still there? Okay. All right. What a duo there in Lehigh. But late in the period, the Bears are working the uh, the puck around very well. Again, getting shots on on Tokarski. It, Tokarski, what am I saying? Getting shots on, on Urson. And the Bears just take the puck and work it, work it around. Rybinski finds Lapierre down low. Urson out of his net. Lapierre tucks it in. And oh my goodness, Urson came out of his crease for a poke check and swung and missed. Hendricks Lapierre, voodoo child, gets it in. Alexa, play voodoo child. And Hershey's up one nothing on the Phantoms. Rybinski with his third assist and Bobby Nardella with his eighth. And we end the period up one nothing on Lehigh. That's what I like. Shut that building up. So that way I don't have to hear anything. I don't have to hear that goal horn. I don't have to hear anything. We start the second. Still dominating. But the Bears give a puck up down below. Moriarty. Morty? Cooper Morty steals it. Crossing over to Lysicle. And they score. And there it is. Ah! Ah! Hey! Okay, their goal song's pretty cool. Their goal song's pretty cool. Ollie Sickle gets his fourth of the season. Face-off happens, and then I hear it. That voice. That voice. I hear it. Phantoms! Goal! Oh, God. I thought I was done with this. His fourth of the season. Ali Sickle. God. Love you, Joe Walwick, if you're listening. He's good at what he does. I don't like it, but he's good at what he does. It annoys you. He's doing what he's supposed to do. Hold on. Hold on. All right. So, okay. Okay, let's just get back at it. Let's just get back at it. Bears get a power play late in the second. Tyson Forrester for boarding, who just rammed Rybinski right into the boards. And Lehigh has had the worst home penalty kill in the entire league. 68.%. Is that good? No. No. It is not good. League worst. 
They're 32nd on the penalty kill at home. And there's only 32 goddamn teams. And the Bears, you, you got to capitalize on a really bad team. You got to. And they get they win a faceoff. Keep the puck in the zone. That was the problem on the first power play of the game. Bears couldn't win offensive zone faceoffs, and you just give the puck to the defense. But they win it. They get set up. Mike Scarbosa up to Bobby Nardella. Over to over to Connor McMichael. Wines fire scores. Connor McMichael dust Vunderkin gets the puck, aims the cannons, and <laughs> aims it right past Urson. Bears take the lead. 2-1 power play goal. Connor McMichael is second of the season. Bobby Nardella is ninth assist. Mike Scarbosa with his fifth. Unfortunately, the lead could not be hold as Garrett Wilson would clean up a puck in front, assisted by Hodgins and Jordan Belvare to have the game tied at two as we headed into the second. Can't we have any nice things at the PPL Center? Because this is what's happened the past two years. This is what's happened. We 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 can't hold leads. We get weird, bad bounces. There's bad juju in that building. We just can't win there. J- just can't. And um, Matt, Matt Heffelfinger, friend of the show, fr- had said this to me on Facebook. He probably heard that I was worried heading into the second. He went, we got this. He's there at PPL. And uh, maybe I might get to PPL this season. I'm not sure. But, okay. You think we got this. All right. So, into the third we go. Bears still out shooting the Phantoms 22-15. to 15. Still high shooting, but we are still tied. Tied, and the Bears still... Still pressing. Ethan Frank takes the puck down low. Throws in front for Mick, for Mickelrath. Wide open. Chips it off the post. But it falls off of off of Michael Scarpos. And it goes in. It's in. It's in. It's in. It's in. The ref's pointing. It's in. It counts. And the Bears have taken the lead. Mike Scarposa off of a pinball net mouth scramble. And it's in. Bears are in. Bears are in. Are up. 3-2. And Lee is arguing. No, no, no. He hit it. It went off his glove and in. He hit it. That's illegal. But we went to the replay. Lehigh's got Lehigh's got the NHL style. You know, the Wiley Coyote cam that just points directly down on the goalie. Nope, it was a pinball. Off the post, off Urson, off the chest of Michael, and it just dropped below the line for a second. And ref was Johnny on the spot there. Points, and it's in. And the Bears take the lead 3-2. All right, let's hold this. And last year, I would have been sweating bullets. Sweating bullets, scared, nervous, intense. But you know what? I I was agreeing agreeing with Matt. We got this. We're better than Lehigh. I know we're better than Lehigh. We're going to beat this team. And the Bears kept pressing late in the game. They were not sitting on this lead. They were going to put keep the puck in Lehigh zone. None of this Justin Peters 20 shots in the third period, spending the majority of the period in your own zone. Nope, none of that crap. Nope. They were putting it on Erson. They were putting it on the Phantoms. And the Phantoms pull Erson with two minutes to go and spend a good 40 seconds in the zone. The Bears are gassed. They are tired. Just 
trouble getting the puck out. Clearing bounces, get caught up in phantom skates and get kept in the zone. Long shot by Cam York, deflected away. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Garrett Melson takes a drive, chips it wide of the net. And the Bears finally get it, chip the puck puck down. It looks like it's going to go for icing, but no. Ethan Frank beats it out. He beats it out. Oh my goodness. He beats out the icing, killing more of the clock. Tick, 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 tick. This is what you do. The Bears steal it. Throw it back down to Aaron Ness. Ness up to Ethan Frank and into the empty net. Ethan Frank with one minute to go. Our precious baby boy who must be protected at all costs. Ethan Frank with his sixth of the season. An empty netter. Who cares? Assist to Aaron Ness, his fourth, and Mike Scarbosa with his sit. Six and the clock counts down, and all those Phantoms fans go home miserable as they file out of that parking garage. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, Phantoms. Bears win it four to two. The final, lovely, lovely, lovely. What a great, great win for the guys. Another road win at a place they would not gotten a regulation win in two years. Oh my goodness. Good on them. Three stars of the game. Bobby Nardella with two assists. Garrett Wilson, because it's Lehigh, they're going to give it to a phantom. They're going to find a way to shoehorn it in. Garrett Wilson with the second star. Mike Scarbosa, the game winner, and two assists. Three points on the night for the proud papa. Zach Fucali, I wouldn't say he had an easy night, but 18 for 20. And Samuel Urson, 31 for 34. 7,000 allegedly at the Electrodrome. Where? For that game. And Bears win it. And with that, coupled with a Providence loss to the Bridgeport Islanders, ladies and gentlemen, as we hit the quarter pole, well, we did last weekend, but I couldn't really cover it. As we hit the quarter pole, ladies and gentlemen, the Bears are the kings of the mountain. Of the entire league. 14-4-2. 30 points. And well done on them. And they end a November where they went 11-3 or 11-2. Great job, boys. Absolutely amazing. It shuts hacks like me's up. And we've hit the quarter pole. And we're going to assess a little bit more of that on Monday. But for now... We're going to get into the Friday face-off, which we'll do right after this. But before we get into the Friday face-off, Bears fans, yep, I got to do this again. Hockey fans, it's time to light the lamp this winter with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. New customers can bet just $5 pregame money line on any NHL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. If that wasn't enough excitement, you can turn a small bet into a big payout with same-game parlays, just like I saw out in Vegas. Combine multiple bets, like which team will win, how many goals will they score, and more for your shot at an even bigger payout. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win their game and get $100. And $50 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. 
Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes down below for details. Now with that out of the way, everyone, it's time for the Friday Face-Off. This is the Friday Face-Off here on the Grit and Barrett Podcast, where we preview Hershey Bears hockey, go around the American Hockey League, and find any other tidbits of the hockey world that I find interesting. It's time to grab some chocolate, lace up those skates, and grab your hockey bag. Maybe we'll stop at a Tim Hortons along the way. This is the Friday Face-Off on the Grit and Barrett Podcast. All right, everyone, it's time for the Friday Face-Off. Already going long on this podcast, so we got to get this going. Is everyone ready? It's December. It's Christmas. Let's go. We start by going to Charlotte, North Carolina, as the Lehigh Valley Phantoms travel down to Mr. Bojangles Coliseum. The Checkers were able to take the season series of this last year 6-2, over the Phantoms. Last five seasons have shown Charlotte dominate this rivalry. Top scorers for Charlotte is Riley Nash and Cam York. Top scorer for the Phantoms. 7 o'clock start there in there at Mr. Bojangles. Up next, we go to... <sighs> Gotta recollect myself. Alright, up next, we go to Van Andrel Arena as the Texas Stars travel to take on the Grand Rapids Griffins. <clears throat> These two teams have faced each other twice this year with the team splitting the season series. 7 o'clock start there at Van Andrel Arena. Up next, we go to Utica for the kind of struggling Utica Comets who welcome the Toronto Marlies into town. Last time these two faced was on October 29th with the Marlies taking a 2-1 win in Utica. 7 o'clock start there at the ABC. We go to Belleville, Ontario, Canada, as the Syracuse Crunch travel across um, country lines to take on the Belleville Senators at the CAA. This has seen Syracuse take both games this season against Belleville, each of this team getting them getting both wins at each other's place. 7.05 start there at the CAA. Up next, we go to Springfield as the Rockford Ice Hogs travel to take on the Springfield Thunderboards. First time these two teams will meet up. Up next, we go out west to Henderson, Nevada as the Coachella Valley Firebirds travel to take on the Henderson Silver Knights, the worst team in all the land at 6-14. and 14. Even the crier at the Dollar Loan Arena is going, Bring out your dead! Clank! Bring out your dead! Clang! Let's see, uh, just checking on something here real quickly. These two teams have not faced each other this season. Andrew Poltotolarinski is the leader for the Firebirds with 22 points. And Sheldon Rampell leads the Silver Knights with 14 points. 7 o'clock start there at Dollar Loan Arena. We go to Ontario, California as the Colorado Eagles take on an Ontario, the Ontario Reign. A big boy matchup between these two. Colorado at 13-5-1, while Ontario is 10-6-0-1. 7 o'clock start there at the Toyota Arena. 
Up next, we go to San Diego as the Calgary Wranglers take on the San Diego Gulls. The Wranglers, it's 11-6-1, and the Gulls also at 6-14. 7 o'clock start there at Pachanga Arena there in San Diego. Bit of a light Friday night, surprisingly. We go to Saturday, and we go to Canada Life Centre as the Manitoba Moose welcome the Milwaukee Admirals. 2 o'clock start there at Canada Life Centre. Up next, we go to the 4 o'clock spot, which is always reserved for the Toronto Marlies that welcome the traveling Syracuse Crunch to take on the Marlies. The season series between these two, come on load, has already seen a 1-1-1 for the Crunch and a 2-1 for the Toronto Marlies. 4 o'clock start there at Coca-Cola Coliseum. Damn you, corporate branding. Up next, we go to Mr. Bojangles Coliseum for the rematch between the Lehigh Valley Phantoms and the Charlotte Checkers. 6 o'clock start there in Charlotte. We go to Wilkes-Barre as the Bridgeport Islanders travel due west to take on the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Baby Penguins with AHL Goaltender of the Month, Dustin Tilkarski. Uh, Bridgeport took the first matchup between these two back on November 19th. 6.05 start there at Mohegan Sun Arena. I am a fan of those. Up next, we go to Cleveland for a rematch from earlier in the week between Rochester and the Cleveland Monsters. 7 o'clock start there at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. We go to Van Andrel Arena for the rematch between the Texas Stars and the Grand Rapids Griffins. 7 o'clock start there at Grand Rapids, Michigan. We go to the XL Center as the Rockford Icehogs continue their East Coast swing to take on the Hartford Wolfpack at 5-7-1-4. 7 o'clock start there at the XL Center. We go due west. We go to Wells Fargo Arena as the Chicago Wolves travel to take on the Iowa Wild. Iowa's taken the season series, winning both games at a combined score of 10-3. 6 o'clock start there at Wells Fargo Arena. We go to Belleville, Ontario, Canada as the Utica Comets will also travel state lines to take on the Belleville Senators. 7 o'clock start there at the CAA. We go to AMCA Mutual Pavilion as the Springfield Thunderboys travel to take on the Providence Bruins. These two teams have already played each other four times with Providence taking the season series so far at 3-0-0-1. 7.05 start there at AMCA Mutual Pavilion. I hate that name. I hate it so much. We go out west to San Jose. We go to the new Tech CU Arena as the Tucson Roadrunners travel up northwest to take on the San Jose Barracuda. Both teams playing rather well to start the uh, the season. And the Roadrunners have taken the se- season series so far at 3-1, and one, while the Barracuda at, are at 1-0-2. 6 o'clock start there at Tech CU Arena. Up next... We go to Abbotsford as Le Rocket de Laval travel a long way to take on the Abbotsford Canucks. My God, that's got to be a slog. 7 o'clock start there at Abbotsford Centre. We go to Bakersfield, California as the Colorado Eagles 
will travel due north to take on the Bakersfield Condors. 7 o'clock start at Mechanics Bank Arena. We go back to Henderson, Nevada for the rematch between the Coachella Valley Firebirds and the Henderson Silver Knights. It's Silver Knight time at 7 o'clock at Dollar Loan Center. I horribly botched that. And lastly, we have the rematch at Pechanga Arena between the Calgary Wranglers and the San Diego Goals. 7 o'clock start there in San Diego. And we go to Sunday as the Springfield Thunderboys will travel to take on the Bridgeport ugh, Islanders. The Islanders have taken two out of three in the season series. While the last two meetings have been a bit of a high scoring between these two. The last two games have been 13-10 and a 13-10 while both teams have split the those two games. 3 o'clock start there at Total Mortgage Arena. We go to Giant Center for a rematch from all the way back on Tuesday as Wilkes-Barre will travel down to take on the Hershey Bears. The I-81 rivalry continues as this will be the 5th time between these two teams come on stupid phone come on yep fifth time these teams have already played each other the bears are three one and one while the penguins are two two and one against the bears three o'clock start there at giant center we go to providence as the hartford wolfpack will travel to take on the providence bruins 305 start there at anka mutual pavilion we go to wells fargo arena for the rematch between the Chicago Wolves and the Iowa Wild. 3 o'clock start there at Wells Fargo Arena. We go to Coca-Cola Coliseum for the Battle of Ontario AHL edition as the Belleville Senators travel to take on the Toronto Marlies. Already these two teams have played twice and have split the season series so far. 4 o'clock start there at the Coca-Cola Coliseum. We go back to the Tech CU Arena for the rematch. Between the Tucson Roadrunners and the San Jose Barracuda. 3 o'clock start at the Tech CU Arena. We go back for the long distance rematch. Between the Rocket de Laval and the Abbotsford Canucks. 4 o'clock start at Abbotsford Centre. And lastly, we go to the Toyota Arena. For one of the many battles of California. As the Bakersfield Condors travel to take on the Ontario Reign. Bakersfield have taken 2 out of 3 from the Ontario Reign this season. 5 o'clock start there at Toyota Arena. All right, that was a long one, but needed to be done. So let's get to picks, everyone. It's picks time. All right, let's, let me just, uh, I got to write these down for other reasons. All right, so we go to Friday. Colorado versus Ontario. Aren't it, Danny? All right, so that's the one mandatory. Colorado versus Ontario. So let me go back to Friday on this. A surprising light Friday slate. All right, so Colorado versus Ontario. I'm going to take Colorado in this one. I think they are just sort of better right now. Um, Providence doesn't play for me, and I could go Charlotte. I could really go Charlotte in that one. It just seems like it's too easy, though. 
and it's a it, it's a light slate. It's a really light slate. I could go with Toronto. You know what? You know what? Don't blink, don't think. Charlotte, just shut up and take Charlotte and move on. Just don't blink, don't think. Just make the pick. All right, we go to Saturday. We go to Saturday, and the mandatory pick is Bridgeport at Wilkes-Barre. Okay. I really want to take Bridgeport in that one. Just because I think Bridgeport's the better team. I really think they are. And we'll, and while Wilkes-Barre is opportunistic, and they could be decent at home, God, that's a tough pick. That is a tough one. Do you really want, do you trust Wilkes-Barre at home? Nope. Nope, I don't. I had to ask myself that. Do I trust him at home? Nope. Nope. All right, so uh, do I go with the Moose? Not with Milwaukee coming in. Nope. I'm going to take the Marlies, a 4 o'clock start. Early games have always helped me, so I'm taking the Marlies again. Uh, let's see here. Pro- <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, Providence gets Springfield. First game of the weekend. Yeah, I'm taking Providence. I could take them on a Sunday, which they've done better at. But um, on because uh, Sunday they are playing... Hartford? I should I take them then? That seems like the easier one. They've played two. Hartford welcoming in. Hartford's not that good. They're really not that good. Springfield seems like I'm I'm talking myself out of this. I'm talking myself out of this. Alright, Sunday. Taking Hershey. Taking Hershey in this. They're the hot team, and you ride the hot team as far as they will take you. Belleville versus Ontario versus Toronto. Belleville versus Toronto. Both teams have played. It's a tail end of the th- of a three and three. I'm going with Belleville. I probably shouldn't, but I am going with Belleville. Um, and my other uh, pick, um, I'm gonna take Abbotsford. I'm gonna take Abbotsford. I know it's it's a back to back, but um, I'm just gonna I'm gonna take Abbotsford. Should I take Providence in this? Should I take Providence in this game? Let me just check the season series between these two. They have not played each other yet. They have not played each other. Okay. Let me just check one more thing here for Providence. Da, 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 da. Providence against Springfield. They had to have played. Yep. They're three and one against them. Yep. Shut up. Don't blink. Don't think. Just take them. So, all right. Right. There's the picks. There's your picks. And that's your Friday face-off. A longer-than-usual episode, but we had two recaps to get through. So, thank you to everyone for your times, listens, and your downloads this week. Thank you to the Hockey Podcast Network for bringing me back on. And thank you, Bears fans, as well, for continuing to listen. My name's Richard Blosser, and I'll catch you next time. I'll see you at Giant Center on Sunday. Go Bears! Thank you for downloading this episode of the Grit and Barrett podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you are currently listening to. If you are listening on Apple or Google, please leave us a five-star review as it appeases our algorithm overlords. If you enjoyed this podcast, please check out the Hockey Podcast Network 
where there is a podcast for each and every NHL team. We also cover the American Hockey League. They have a podcast about college hockey and all the ins and outs of the hockey world. If you wish to know more about our parent club, please check out the official Caps Chirps podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network as they cover all things Washington Capitals. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Grit and Barrett P1 on Twitter. That's at Grit and Barrett P1 on Twitter. This podcast is dedicated to the memory of Patricia Blosser, who passed away on December 5th, 2020 to dementia and COVID. The show is also dedicated to all of the Hershey Bears' friends, fans, and family who lost their lives to cancer. Cancer sucks. Thank you once again for listening to the Grit and Barrett podcast, and go Bears. Go Bears.